This is Arkies in the Beltway, a look at national politics and the Arkansans influencing the discussions. I'm Alex Thomas, Washington correspondent for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, reporting from the nation's capital. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Arkies in the Beltway for the week of November 12, 2023. We start this week with agriculture. The House Agriculture Committee's Agricultural Labor Working Group releasing an interim report on the federal H-2A program for foreign workers. Employers utilize the program to find temporary help during periods when they cannot hire enough local employees. Most of the current H-2A workers come to the United States from Mexico. The interim report shows 28% of small and medium employers say costs related to the hourly wage, housing, and transportation is the primary issue in operating through the program. Representative Rick Crawford of Jonesboro serves as the working group's co-chair. Another concern is the accessibility of the program in terms of who, who is eligible, what work qualifies as you know, farm work. Can we expand this program to include other aspects of agriculture production, further processing? The working group's next steps will involve compiling feedback and research into a final report with recommendations for legislation. The group cannot draft any proposals, but it can make suggestions to congressional committees on possible actions. Crawford expressing optimism about receiving feedback from colleagues on the best solutions, but notes the likelihood of a piecemeal approach. Anytime you put comprehensive in front of something, that's usually a good way to kill it. One committee that will not receive any recommendations, the working group's own parent body, the House Agriculture Committee. The committee does not have jurisdiction over immigration issues. The Senate Appropriations Committee taking another week to review the Biden administration's security package. The White House requesting $105 billion for helping Israel and Ukraine. $13.6 billion would go toward border security. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas appearing before Senate appropriators on Wednesday. One of those appropriators, Senator John Bozeman of Rogers, who pressed Mayorkas about the lack of available data, showing the request would be effective. I think what you're proposing at best just keeps it as it is now. There's not going to be any reduction. Am I wrong in that? Yes, you are. So give me a reason for that. Mayorkas telling the senator the funding would be effective and it would address security concerns through additional workers and other actions. I think it is rather axiomatic, quite frankly, that additional Border Patrol agents will advance the security mission at the southern border. I think it is rather axiomatic, quite frankly, that additional non-intrusive inspection technology at our ports of entry will advance our efforts to interdict fentanyl. Yet without data, Bozeman is not convinced. If I was bringing forward a proposal, I would know what it actually did. Senator Tom Cotton of Little Rock, part of a group of Senate Republicans pushing a new proposal addressing border security. The list of ideas includes resuming construction of a border wall on the southern border and stricter asylum eligibility standards. More than 51,000 Arkansans are enrolled in the federal government's newest program aimed at reducing and canceling student loan debt. The SAVE plan will allow people to make monthly payments equivalent to 5% of their discretionary income. Some people will be eligible for $0 payments if they earn less than 225% of the federal poverty level, around $32,800 for an individual. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona. Think about what that means for their families, where they can have food now. They, they can take care of the basic necessities. That's because the SAVE program is the first real student loan safety net in this country. The Department of Education reports nearly 5.5 million borrowers are part of the SAVE plan. 
movement in the House on the United States agreements with Pacific Island nations, one of those countries, the Republic of the Marshall Islands. The House Natural Resources Committee approving legislation to continue the compacts of free association with the Marshall Islands, Micronesia, and Palau until September 2043. Representative Bruce Westerman of Hot Springs leads the committee and is spearheading the legislation. The compacts allow the United States to maintain a military presence in these nations in exchange for economic assistance. Residents of the freely associated states can live in the U.S. as part of the agreements as well. The U.S. Census Bureau estimates Arkansas has the largest Marshallese population outside of the Pacific Island nation. Most of the 8,300 Marshallese reside in northwest Arkansas. The agreements with the Marshall Islands and Micronesia were set to expire at the end of September, but the date was pushed back as part of the late September effort to avoid a government shutdown. Congress facing limited time to address the pending threat of another shutdown. Lawmakers must approve a plan before the end of the day Friday, with questions regarding support for Israel and Ukraine complicating the matter. That will do it for this edition of Arkies in the Beltway for the week of November 12, 2023. You can stay up to date with all news involving Arkansas at ArkansasOnline.com. You can follow more from me on your social media platform of choice. My handle is at Alex House Thomas. I'm Alex Thomas, and this has been Arkies in the Beltway. Thanks for listening.